Welcome back to Master Your Ash. I'm your host, Michael Prisdale, and today I will be smoking the PG. And this is the Gourmet Series 3. This is the Connoisseur, which is a beautiful 6x52 ring gauge Toro. Really, really nice smoke. Really great looking cigar in the Toro format. And this is got a nice dark chocolate kind of wrapper to it, very much like a Cuban-esque style smoke. And it was handed to me at the uh, award show that I was just at for the TAG Awards, which was uh, the inaugural first ever TAG Awards here in Las Vegas. Really, really fun time. I had an opportunity to uh, host the cigar booth for the actual Pink Tie Gala. So. That was a lot of fun. I'll post some video clips through Instagram on Master Your Ash, and I'll also post some clips kind of littered through this video. But essentially, some of the guys that came over to the booth, they uh, they were smoking some Hoyas, they were smoking some Cohibas, they had just an assortment of cigars that were not on the table. <laughs> and uh, they really enjoyed the uh, the conversation and they offered me a stick. They told me that they had smoked all their Cubans. Go figure. They had asked me had I previously had any experience with the PG line of cigars. And uh, my, my buddy Vlad, who uh, works for Castagli, gifted me the Pegasus that we reviewed here on the channel and on the show. Um, he also gave me a PG that I don't think... I don't remember if I posted or not, but that was my only previous experience with the PG line. And um, it was just a brand that, that was unbeknownst to me until he gave me the stick. And uh, honestly, I don't, I, I remember the Dominican kind of profile, very, very high quality tobacco. I believe that everything at their factory, they let rest for a minimum of a year before it actually gets shipped out to the States. So that's really cool. Um, this particular one, the 30th, from what I was reading, is Ecuadorian Habano <laughs> wrapper, Dominican binder and filler, plus aged for one year before leaving the factory. There's this tremendous balance between the spice notes, especially on like the, um, the retro hill. The spice notes are very, very well balanced. Flavors are all nice and a mixture between oak, Maybe a little nuttiness, touch of citrus. And there's definitely a very pronounced kind of leather note. We've done a lot of Ecuadorian Habano wrappers with Nicaraguan binder and filler. So far, I really like the creamy kind of smooth, nutty component and texture that this particular blend kind of offers. And in the size format, the kind of Toro 6x52 that it is, um, it's just a great format. It's kind of like Robusto Extra, Toro kind of mixed. It's like right there. And I think that it's just a really nice kind of blend for a really nice format for this blend. I talked a little bit about on the, um, it was the Placencia, the Reserva Original Review. Talked a little bit about like the affinity for that Dom Pepin, kind of my father, Esteli Nicaragua, um, traditional Tatuaje Brown label kind of flavor note to it. This is obviously not Nicaraguan. It is Dominican binder and filler with the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. 
Ecuadorian Habano wrappers, I feel as though I've smoked a lot. <laughs> and the beauty of that Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, especially with like a Dominican blend, um, this reminds me a lot of the Wildfire that I had the Jameson Orange with. It does have a lot of peanut to it, which is really, really nice. I thoroughly enjoy that nutty note. And it's remained fairly consistent through the entire first third as I've gotten into the second third. It's just, um, it's a really nice note that I appreciate tremendously in my cigars. And I've said many times, you know, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper probably would be the style that I would want to bring my first cigar into the world. Who knows? Um, I think that it's just a, it's a very approachable, very versatile kind of wrapper. They do have a tendency to have a little bit of a wavy burn from what I've noticed, uh, depending upon who's, who's actually putting it together. I feel like uh, one, of the, one of the best is probably the Herrera Esteli Habano, and I had a video where I paired that with some bubbles, and that is also just a really, really nice Habano wrapper. But the Ecuadorian Habanos, um, just super duper tasty, man. Really enjoy these. Gourmet. Series three is smoking right on cue. We are we are having a little bit of a wavy burn as we get to the band, but so far the flavors have all concentrated, and I'm gonna remove this band into a beautiful kind of smoke. Um, to add a little bit more backstory from my readings on Paul Garmarian and the PG kind of line of cigars. So Paul is a PhD and has written a book when he got really started into the cigar market. And I'm a big fan of uh, the Ron Lee um, kind of cigar booklet on Cuban cigars. Paul wrote his book in the early 90s when he uh, got established as a kind of cigar merchant, retailer, so on and so forth. And his book focuses a lot on 220 different styles of Havana and non-Havana style um, cigars. It focuses on gourmet meal pairings. It focuses on pairings when it comes to wines and other kind of eclectic styles. The book is $25. I'll leave a link below in the description of this video so that you can check it out. But it's just a really, really great reference point for anyone out there that's looking for a great way to pair cigars with meals, with wines, different things out there. It's one of the books that really inspires this channel because this channel focuses a lot on pairings. Now, for Paul and for this particular gourmet line of cigars, the gourmet series is supposed to be a cigar that has a multitude of different pairings. And originally, the gourmet series, I believe that it had a different wrapper to it than the Ecuadorian Habano that we have now today with this. With this style of cigar, the peanut kind of flavor notes and all of those great nutty creamy components that take place in the second third that I've been smoking for like the last 20 minutes. I mean, those offer a wide versatile range and it's one of the things that I said about the Wildfire Cigar. You know, I paired it with Jameson Orange. Really different kind of whiskey, but and I'm not sure if I mentioned it in that video, one of the first pairings that I really got started with, and I don't know if any of you share that, but orange crush orange soda. 
and I was talking about this with my wife the other day, one of the things that I used to love was I would go to my local cigar brick and mortar, the place where I started smoking cigars like full time <laughs> um, as like a, a daily or a weekly activity. I would go there, I would grab an orange soda, and I would try a different cigar in the humidor. Sometimes it paired really well, sometimes it wasn't as good. But for the most part, the orange soda really paired very, very well with a lot of cigars, which is kind of unique now that I think back to it. Um, but the Jameson Orange Whiskey, it reminded me of that. The Jameson Orange in that wildfire kind of pairing, the peanut and the orange and just like the kind of playoff of each other that they had was really nice. And I think that with this particular PG Gourmet Series cigar, which is a $18 price point, $25 in a box, about $450-$460, um, you know, you probably wouldn't pair this regularly with orange soda, but I think that a lot of the lighter style whiskeys that are out there, some of those really nice light cognacs and rums, those are all fantastic pairings for the smoke. Um, what I would say that I particularly want right now to pair with this would be like, maybe like a, a nice citrus beer, you know, one of the, one of the hazy, IPAs I think would be really, really nice with this. Um, you could also go wine and go with something that has a little bit more fruit characteristic to it. Obviously anything that has a sherry finish or a Madeira finish, those ports, the dessert wines that are out there pair really, really well with the cigar. I think that you know the whole entire point of the gourmet line is to leave it kind of open-ended. You can kind of pick your own destiny with these cigars and that's one of the great, uh, one of the great things about this particular smoke is that it leaves you open to such a great variety of, of items. Um, <clears throat> with all of that being said, as we move into the final third, I think that uh, you know there's, there's obviously hard to find books and very expensive books out there when it comes to Cuban cigar pairings and like vintage cigar pairings. So the PG book is just a great kind of guide for 25 bucks that anybody can pretty much afford because it's basically the price of couple of the smokes <laughs> that uh, that you know get up there so it's just a great guide and I would urge everybody who hasn't checked out the book yet definitely take a gander at it it's been around for a long time and it's kind of like the um, <clears throat> it's kind of like one of the first guides that was really out there for both Habanos and non Habanos related cigars to pair if moving forward a pairing guide of some kind is something that you all have interest in or that you have interest in, please let me know. I would love to put together a, a small pairing guide and kind of just how I work through a pairing with a cigar. I think that that would be a lot of fun. So we are back and we are just on the final third of this smoke. The PG is rounding out very, very nicely. Concentration of flavors and we are, we're about done here. Um, Unfortunately, this was handed to me pre-cut and they did warn me that it was pre-cut. Um, whomever decided to cut this, they, uh, they cut it a little bit too deep. And what we ended up having happen was we ended up getting a lot of chunks of actual tobacco, just some kind of some leaves that that kind of came apart at the end here that I can pull out. So I'm not going to, I'm not gonna probably smoke this too much longer. I feel like uh, 
they cut it a little bit too deep using a straight cut and it just kind of unraveled here towards the end as we got to the, uh, the maximum combustion point. That's okay. That's not, that's not uh, anything but user error on that one and sometimes these things happen. But I also think this probably contributed to kind of the wavy burn and although the texture of the smoke was nice and kind of velvety and kind of include, it kind of had like a nice creamy kind of component to it and some bellowing smoke, the cigar would have benefited a little bit more from probably a, uh, a V cut or just a straight cut that wasn't as deep. Um, so that sucks. It's a shame that for $18 I didn't get a chance to really enjoy this cigar as it probably could have been enjoyed, but overall I had a very pleasurable time and a satisfying smoke out of it. So even though the, the burn was wavy at times, even though the cut was a little bit too deep as it was handed to me, um, I really appreciate the opportunity to smoke this. I probably wouldn't have stumbled upon it because it is kind of a limited edition cigar that not all the local brick and mortars here in town carry. So I really appreciate the fact that uh, the gentleman who handed me the cigar at the event was nice enough to share the passion with me. Um, with all of that being said, I think that the pairing book that PG has uh, and just the overall kind of line so far that I've tried is very interesting and I look forward to seeking them out, trying more. So thank you all so much for watching. Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe below. It really helps grow the channel. And please feel free to check us out on Instagram, at Master Your Ash. I look forward to seeing you for the next cigar review.